0: Music is by Dustful Champion. To hear Dustful Champion's newest hits, search Dustful Champion on Spotify. Hey guys, it's Ash and P. Hey. And we are so excited to be back for another week of um, our past. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> our, our swap stories. Yes.
0: So, yeah. um, We will do another warning, again, just for anyone who didn't catch last week's episode. For those of you who did, thank you for listening to my experience. Um, But we will be talking about sexual abuse. So if you are not wanting anyone else to hear, maybe you have little ears that you don't want hearing this, this is your warning. Um, This week, we are going to dive into P's story. Yeah, she's so excited. so excited. I know she just yeah. can't wait. Yeah,
1: it's important. Though.
0: <laughs> it is. It is yeah. really important. Um, you know, we both experienced, um, you know, being molested, and, I mean, we, we have that in common. But the, I guess the things that took place and, and how things were. I don't want to say handled, but maybe you have a better word for that. How?
1: Um. Well, I mean, it kind of is the way things were handled.
0: You know? Yeah, just so so
1: different. So different.
0: Yeah. So, um,
1: the situations were different. Yeah. The out. Yes. The, the after
0: math, math was, math. Different. was different. Yeah. So I think. Um, I think anyone who has had any type of abuse there, I think all of those stories are so important because I think that's the only way, um, as a society, we grow and we hopefully get rid of it and we
1: educate ourselves. Yeah.
0: Educate ourselves. Um, and like I said, I wish that the, like, I just wish that the stigma that comes with it just didn't exist um so hopefully hopefully sharing our stories um will encourage others to share stories or if somebody you know mentions something maybe they kind of see it in a different light maybe yeah. they can help in a different way or you know it is um it is some like Priscilla said you know has anybody said anything to you since last week and i said no but i'm also that's not something that I would expect just because it is a topic that a lot of people don't want to address. They yeah. don't want to talk about it. Yeah. You know, they like, maybe they, you know, I mean, there's always different topics that maybe you want to say something to someone, but you don't know how to say it. Right. You don't like, if I say something, am I going to offend them? Like, am I going to bring up something that they don't want to talk about?
1: Yeah. And, and look, the, the whole situation and the topic can make people very uncomfortable yes. too. Yes. Whether or not you've gone through that, mm-hmm. I think probably more so for people who haven't. Yeah. It makes them uncomfortable, right? Because they don't know really what to say. Yeah. Um. And if you have gone through it, maybe if you don't say anything, sometimes it's just because maybe that's like you're still. It's not necessarily something you want to talk about, right? So right. You don't want you. You're not going to bring it up to someone else, right? You know. Yeah. Um, their situation, yeah, and and I think that for us, I feel like we both are in a in a place with it where mm-hmm. we can be vocal about it, right? And it doesn't mean that we treat it any less. It's still hard, it's right? Still, a, it's still an ugly topic. It is, but, but we also know that it's just. Part of our past, it's mm-hmm. made us who we are. Yeah, and we know that there are so many other people that go through it. Yes, we're not the only ones. Right, our story is not
0: uncommon. Uncommon, it's so common. It is you know,
1: and the way things are handled, or the people that it affects, of course, those those in the situation mm-hmm. are different. How far things go, right? Are different. I mean, there are people that are that are sexually abused for years or right. childhood, you know, I mean, there's just so many different levels of it. And, um, it's, I think an important topic because I'll, even if you did not go through it and male or female, um, if you did not go through it, you have to be aware of, of surroundings and just yes. kind of like the last episode. And if you didn't listen to the last episode, go back and listen to the episode because in the middle of our episode, I kind of had an awakening right? right as a parent. Um, yeah. And really that could be for you internally too. Like yeah. just to you as a person, Absolutely. whether or not you have kids, like just being like, oh, if a child kind of says something kind of off, you yeah. need to be able to recognize that and pick up on it and say something to someone because mm-hmm. if you don't, you might miss a window of saving a child from a situation. Exactly.
0: exactly. You know, like
1: your cousin speaking up could have saved you from it continuing for, for years, so much longer. Right. Had she not said anything. Yeah, exactly. So it's being cautious of things like that too, because Like it or not, it happens so often. It does. And and I don't know. I don't know the the answer to to stopping that. I know.
0: It's just, it's It's so so ugly. And I mean, I know molestation isn't the same as like sex trafficking, but I feel like all of these types of abuses are so overlooked and kind of they're swept under the rug punishment for things like are not it's yes. it's not big enough no. to me in my opinion the severity of the punishment is weak
1: it is it totally is
0: so it's like i mean i think there has to be there has to be a change beyond us
1: and you know and i feel like when people say like when they, you know, I know I've heard the word predator before, right? And it becomes part of a storyline or part of a story or whatever, or a topic, but these people really are predators yeah. because they're preying on innocent people, mm-hmm. young people sometimes, but whether it's a child or a young girl or a young man, right. They prey on these, on the weaknesses of these innocent people. Yeah. And it's, a, it's, and they play mind games with them. Yes. And they get them into these awful situations that, uh, I mean, and it happens just so often. I mean, it really does make me sick just mm-hmm. to think of how many times, and how many times are we going to hear. That someone's been arrested yeah. for, you know, sex trafficking or, or abusing their, their daughter or their stepdaughter or their stepson right. or whatever. And you hear over and over, they get out.
0: Yeah, they do. They get out and we'll kind of cover a little bit of that yeah, um, in your story. And it's just... You know, I, I know that there's, there are things like Megan's law where, um, sex offenders have to register, but really, unless someone's looking at that, how much is it really impacting those people that are on there? Right. Okay. Maybe for their, maybe if, you know, they're getting a job and a background checks being done. Okay. I can see that. But aside from that. What is really stopping them from doing it to someone else? Well,
1: and you know, it's it's interesting that you say that and, and as we go into to my story, I'll tell you that I've often wondered, you know, they're not supposed to like live in the neighborhood near so many yards from a school, mm-hmm. and so many this and that. But um but they do. Yeah. They do. Yeah. It happens. Right. They're, they're in and and a lot of times, and, and we just recently had this discussion after last week, it's like, how come they still get to come in contact with the victim? Right. Why isn't there an automatic restraining order for them to not be near the victim? Right. Anymore, ever. You can yeah. no longer be near your victim.
0: Right. It's it's insane to me. And I know I need to look into that more. Um, that's something I'm putting serious thought into because it's bizarre to me, yeah, you know, like if I mean, I don't know, I guess if you shoot someone and you get out, are you allowed to go around them, Maybe other crimes you you're not prevented from being around victims, either, I don't know, yeah. um, but. That type of thing is just, I would assume in something where there's an assault like that, you know, someone shooting someone, I would assume there's probably a restraining order that is provided, but, um, yeah, it's just odd that it's not something that that's an automatic, Mm -hmm. like requirement of you being set free or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's crazy. So, yeah, but now I think, um, we get to go into Priscilla's story. So, um, let's start with how old you were.
1: So I was
0: 10. So 10 years old and it was
1: your relation to the person. He was my stepdad. Yeah. So yeah. that's the only, I mean, my, my, you know, if if you listen to the beginning of my background, um, in the first couple of episodes, um, my dad and my mom split up when I was a baby. They were, right. they met in high school. She got pregnant in high school. They split up. And my stepdad and my mom, um, who is not my stepdad now, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah. He's always stuff done now, but, um, he and my mom were together since I was two. So most would say the, the, the dad that raised me, I didn't really have a big relationship with my dad It was pretty off and on when he was in and out of jail and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, um, I wasn't, I was never close to my biological father. Right. Um,
0: so that's kind of, um, that's kind of surprising that he waited until you were about 10.
1: Yeah. I don't remember him ever doing anything before that. Never. But I do know that at the time, um, I, I mean, I think I put two and two together, a, you know, li- a little bit later. I would and when I say a little later, not much later, But, um, I think that he was, um, he was using drugs at the time as well. Oh, wow. Um, Not to say that that's an excuse for it. But But
0: you think before he hadn't been. And I don't
1: know. I mean, I'd have to believe that he probably did here and there. You know, it's weird because my mom is so like. Not that kind of person Mm -hmm. at all. Yeah. She's not a partier. She's not a, not to say she doesn't, you know, have her, her wine or whatever, but she's not like that. She's never been like a, she's never been the mom that like, even though she was young, like, leave me with whoever so she can go out and party. Yeah. She's never been that type of person. But for whatever reason, she just kind of was with guys that were, I don't know, because I don't, (laughs) I don't really know my dad and her. I don't know that dynamic what that was. Um, I just never had a relationship with him. But thinking back, like thinking of the fact that my mom was like really this good, good girl Yeah, that got pregnant young and, and everything, but she was this good girl. And then all of a sudden she's her, her, her child's dad is like, Yeah. You know, in and out of jail and stuff. Right. And then her, her step or her, you know, my stepdad, her, her boyfriend at the time kind of came and stepped in and they were together a while before they got married. I think they were probably together like six years before they got married. Um, So like that. So you were about eight, probably, probably maybe seven or eight. Okay. Yeah. I feel like it had been a while because, um, maybe five. She knew him from high school. She knew his sister. She actually was really good friends with his sister in high school. And, um, so she, there was kind of a little bit of a past there as far as like, just kind of knowing the mm-hmm. same people and stuff. Okay. Um, and, you know, at, at this point we had already kind of like lived a, a life together as kind of a family. Right. Um, yeah. We'd gone and moved to Oregon for a bit. We'd come back. So
0: nothing during that time. No.
1: no. Oh, wow. Drinker. He was a drinker. Always drank heavy. Okay. Um but uh nothing nothing weird with me nothing that seemed odd or anything like that um I have many pictures of me as a little girl with him you know oh like gosh normal looking almost you know yeah um and then uh and then yeah and then everything changed so let's go over how it came out. So I was about, yeah, so I was 10 and, and I was, we used to be very involved with, um, with a church. We would go to church all the time. Um, I mean, I think they got married actually when we started to get really into going to church. Um, so we would go to a Christian church. We were really involved, like, I mean, you know, working in the nursery, working with, you know, the kids, involved in everything, all aspects, ushers, everything, right? We were all, we were all really involved. And um, my, my best friend at the time was the pastor's daughter. And um, I just remember, you know, we had never, I, I, we, we talked about this before. We were, we were, we would, we didn't have a lot of money. Right. We never had a lot of money, whether it didn't matter, whatever. Um, And I always, I never had my own room. And we always lived in apartments, Mm -hmm. from apartment to apartment. And my mom and and her husband at the time, my stepdad, had um, rented a house. And this was like the first time. Okay. I had my own room. I had my own room. The boys had their own rooms. Like they shared a room together.
0: Okay. Um, but you like, guys had like three bedrooms, three bedrooms. so everyone bedrooms. had their own. It was
1: awesome, right? Yeah. Um, and that's when everything happened.
0: Do you think that it's because he had more of an opportunity, or do you think that it was more likely the
1: drug, like that he had started doing drugs? You know. I don't know. You know, he, he he cheated on my mom throughout their entire marriage. Oh, wow. Well, I don't know in the very, very beginning, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. But he cheated on her all the time. Okay. And always with a younger girl.
0: Like really young?
1: Like 20. Okay. I mean, still an adult, you know? Yeah. Like 19, 20. Okay. But so significantly younger than mm-hmm. than he was. Um, so I don't know what was going on already there, you know, yeah. but I had, I had gone to the, my friend, my, the pastor's daughter had gone over to her house and stayed the night and I broke down. Do hated. you
0: remember the conversation that you had with I her? I
1: remember being in her room and being scared to tell her. And I just started, I remember bawling my eyes out. And then she asked what was wrong or. And then I told her. I started to tell her and she she started to cry and she I remember her telling me I I need to go I need to tell my mom. I need to get my mom.
0: Oh, that's really good. I yeah. mean at 10. I know. Because I mean, you know, I my know. cousin was older but at 10, do you know I mean do you know to tell an adult? I know. Because you hadn't told an adult. And so and I think
1: she might have been um, almost, if not 12, she might have been almost 12. She was a little okay. bit older than me. Okay. Maybe a year or two, yeah, older than me. Um, but she went, she did, she went and grabbed her mom. And I remember having to tell her mom. And.
0: Do you, you know, remember that conversation? Like how it bit. went?
1: Yeah. How was, yeah. like,
0: how was the mom?
1: Crying. Was she, she comforting was fine, she was, you she was, or like, holding me, oh. hugging me. And she just kept telling me like, it's going to be okay. Oh. We're going to, I have to call your mom. You know, we're going to talk to your mom. And, and, um, I remember her, I was nervous for her to tell my mom, of course. Yeah. Right. How do you tell your mom that? Yeah. You know,
0: do you think that is
1: doing that?
0: So. Do you think that that's maybe why you
1: hadn't told your mom? Yeah, I had no idea how to tell her. And I honestly thought that if I told her, I didn't know if she would believe me. Okay. I just didn't know. I mean, yeah. I was thinking, why would she believe me?
0: And yeah. what if
1: he tells her that he, you know, I mean, I think that those are normal thoughts for most kids who go through that where it's like, what if he tells her that, I'm lying and then she doesn't believe me. And then what's going to happen to me? Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. I could see that being, um, I don't remember. I mean, I don't remember a lot of course, but I could see how that could be concerning because, you know, it's like, I'm sure it's a concern for even adults who are bu- abused. Mm-hmm. But as a kid, I think we feel like, who's going to believe me over him? Like he's an adult. He's some, like he's a husband, he's a parent and they're just going to believe me. Um, which I think, and I, and this is why I feel like, you know, okay, there are not PSAs on sexual abuse. No, there is not. There's PSA on drug abuse. There's PSA on all types of things. Never sex, sexual abuse, but I think that is something that it's important for victims to know that. And I think nowadays, I mean, in most cases, most people are going to believe the victim over. And I mean, sometimes it's not good because sometimes people do lie, you know? Right. But I think obviously for the people who are being honest and for true victims, it's so important that they know that. But I mean, that's a scary thing to share. Yeah. And, um, I mean, can we share what I read in the police report?
1: Yeah.
0: So um, Priscilla has her police report and I um, read it and it actually said that she didn't tell her mom because she didn't, I think it was, she was afraid to lose another dad or she didn't want to lose another dad. Um, so, I mean, that was probably, you probably don't recall that now, but at, all. at that time that was a concern of yours too. Yeah. So it's like, you know, we sometimes hear about abuse that happens and we wonder how could they, you know, why wouldn't they say something? Why wouldn't they this? Why wouldn't they that? And it's, you know, that just goes to show there's a lot of things that go into it, you know, yeah. and
1: I already had no dad.
0: Yeah. He was the only dad that you really knew. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, when I read that, that was the most heartbreaking thing, I think. Because I think of you being a little kid and you thinking that. Like, he was the one who had done something wrong, but you're the one worried about it. You're worried about, like, losing a father and that type of thing. And, I mean... I don't know. That's just heartbreaking to me that, 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 that is where your mind was, you know, because something way bigger was happening. Yeah. And you know, it's like, Oh gosh, little Priscilla, I wish I could just squeeze her, you know, give her a big old hug, poor thing. I know. Yeah. So she was so sweet. She was now, now now look at me. I know (laughs) this is what it's not. No, but, but really, I mean, there's, that's a lot. I'm. It is. It I is. Mean,
1: it is a lot. Yeah. It is a lot. And and I didn't remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will have to go into reasons why I have that police report. But yeah, yeah. We but will. um, but I've just kept it in a folder, put away. But I've always known I've had it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I I can't remember the last time I read it. it had to be about twenty years ago. Yeah. I read it, the last.
0: A long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. So the um your friend's mom the pastor's wife says you know we need to call your mom and so she calls your mom
1: and basically what she did was i didn't want to like tell my mom so she her and, and the pastor told my mom
0: okay so you weren't in the room when I they told her i wasn't in the
1: room when they told her and then they called me out to talk to her after they told her
0: and how is your mom bawling Okay. Of course.
1: Balling. She was bawling, and she hugged me and, uh, she, you know, apologized for everything and she, she believed me. Yeah. Um, and I think that was probably the biggest thing was because I was so concerned that she wasn't going to, or she was going to, you know, be like, No, you know, I don't know. Yeah, You you
0: must be confused. Right, right.
1: But she didn't and she accepted it right away and we called the police. And I remember, I remember the police being there and I remember having to talk to them.
0: Do you remember, I know you remember talking to them, but do you remember like the things that you said to them? Mm -mm. No, you just remember Mm -hmm. them being there. I don't remember either. I just yeah. was curious if maybe you do. Yeah. Okay. So the police come, they take the report and then what happens?
1: And then I don't know at what point we go back home okay. because I think I, if I can, if I can recall, I believe they were, they were, they went out to, to arrest them. So he was at home at the time I don't know, i maybe, maybe, maybe not maybe at work. um he had like i don't i i mean I, he never really had a career, he had jobs, yeah, you know,
0: so <laughs> maybe he was at a job. he could
1: have been at a job of some sort, um but I remember it being evening already by the time, like, the police left and stuff. So I don't remember Do you if think he maybe he there. was at
0: home because were the boys at home? Your mom probably didn't bring them with her, did she?
1: I don't remember.
0: I mean, she could have. You know, I know not they no weren't one.
1: there. I know they, oh, they weren't, weren't there. At the house. Like, they weren't okay. at the house. Okay. Well, at least not, not in my, like... From what I remember being in the living room Mm -hmm. and like I can picture everything, they were not in my, and I don't think, I think that the pastor and his wife would have not had them there. Okay. Maybe they, they, maybe
0: they were with like an aunt or something. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, my mom had a friend, it was a lady that went to church with us that, that watched the boys and. She she um she was really good with the boys. She so maybe funny. it was that because
0: yeah. I imagine the boys probably weren't with their dad when he was yeah. arrested either. Right. So yeah. okay, yeah. And so it was late when you guys got back home.
1: I don't remember going back home. I remember, I rem the then I kind of I mean it kind of gets jumbled, you know. Yeah. It's like I don't remember everything. Yeah. I remember being. I remember we stayed and we lived in the house for a little bit still. Um, Like all
0: of you or you mean just your mom and the boys? I remember
1: my mom throwing everything, all his stuff out. I remember him. I remember her throwing all his stuff out. Okay. But then I remember him coming back. And he didn't move back right away, but he would come. He would be back. Like I remember remember coming out of my room once. And which at this point I'm like, I never want to have my own room ever again. Right. Right. Yeah. But I remember coming out of my room once and he was sitting in the living room.
0: Do you remember what you thought or what you felt?
1: Yeah. How, like what? I remember being so angry.
0: Okay. That's good.
1: And, and I, and I started crying and I went to my room and I started crying and you know, my mom's thing was he was there to see the boys mm-hmm. and I was so angry with that. Right. Yeah. And, um, and this is going to be tough. Um, I think we might need to take a break before I, okay. before I continue. Okay.
0: Let's take a break then. Okay.
1: We'll right back. Okay, we're back.
0: Yes, and we left off. Um, Priscilla mentioned that um, she came out of the uh, room, out of her room one time after everything had happened. He had been gone. He wasn't living there, but he was on the couch, and you were very angry, and you went into your bedroom and started crying. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and. Um- And this is hard for me to talk about a little bit just because I don't want it to, I never want anyone to view my mom in a negative light. Right. But like we've said many times throughout our podcast, it's not about the other people. It's our story. Right. And they just happen to be part of our story. Right. And in order for me to tell my story, I have to tell it. Yes, um,
0: and Priscilla's mom is a wonderful woman. They're very, very close. Very
1: close. We're like sisters. Yes, I I love her. I love her so much, and I've, I've forgiven and healed, and we're good. Yes, we are good.
0: So please know that because one of Priscilla's concerns why this is hard is she's afraid. The way people are going to look at her mom
1: because it is rough to hear. It
0: is rough to hear. I mean, it it's a tough thing for sure, but yeah. um, it all it is also not. I mean, your mom feels bad about it. Yes, and I mean, if it had happened now, obviously things would be completely yes. different. Right. Um, there's been a lot of things that have gone on in um, growth and kind of like separation and coming back together and all of that. But in the end, it's still P's mom. Yeah. She's an amazing woman. Yeah. She's a loving, great woman. Yeah. So I just have to say that part of it because yes. it is going to be rough. Yes. Um, And people might think, what in the world? Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. So I remember, and this is where I say, like, you know, it's part of, like, your childhood where things, like, you don't remember every single thing, right? Right. But you remember bits and pieces. Yes. And um, I remember crying in my room, and I remember, like, going into the corner of my room and crying. And, um, and I remember my mom coming in and talking to me, and I wouldn't stop crying. And I I, I couldn't catch my breath. I was crying so mm. hard. And she told me, Priscilla, you need to get over it. (sighs) Ouch. And I think at that point I knew like I wasn't going to have compassion or or not compassion, but there wasn't going to be compassion
0: towards what had
1: happened. Yeah. I was just going to have to deal with it on my own.
0: That's rough.
1: And... And and to this day, I mean, it's kind of like a a, a thing between me and my aunt. I, we always tell, we always say, like, it's my mom's quote, like, get over it. Which <laughs> now we can joke about it,
0: right? You Years have passed. It's okay past. to joke about now.
1: But um, but that was really hard. Yeah, that was really hard because yeah. I was just like, like, how in the world are you kidding me? Right like he's here in the house and and he would come and visit a lot wow. and some couple of times stay the night.
0: Oh gosh.
1: And I was suicidal.
0: You were? You've never told me that.
1: I was. I tried to run away. Okay. Um I I would go in the kitchen and like this is super terrible to talk about, but um I would like I would look at the knives oh. or I would look and think like how could I how could I oh god but I never was um you know I think that I think that um, uh, luckily there was too much I had I I was there was too much of God in my heart right. to carry me through that because It was so dark. You know, that was a very, very lonely time. Yeah. Of all the times that I could say, yeah, in my marriage, I was lonely or whatever. That's nothing. That's nothing compared to that moment. Yeah. You know, those times. Yeah. Um, And I couldn't tell anyone my family. My mom was um, very hush-hush about it. Mm-hmm. and obviously if she was she was still kind of she she never divorced him at that like at that point like there was no mention of divorce yeah i think she had thought about legal separation for a while um but my family didn't know so the only even your aunt no oh wow the only people that knew were the pastor and my and his daughter you know their daughter my my friend and my
0: mom wow and did you guys remain involved in the church? We did. and did he?
1: No, he didn't. Uh-huh. Was he
0: involved previously? Yes, okay.
1: And you know, um it's hard because I was um i I was kind of disappointed for a long time. mm-hmm. With this is, and this is where it's like, it's, I, I know it's, it's a, it's a catch here, but I was kind of disappointed with the church. Not, I don't want to say convincing, but almost like, like telling my mom, like, you need, you need to get divorced. Like you need to leave him. They
0: did tell her that or they did, they did not, they did not. Did they encourage her to stay
1: married? To pray for him. It was to pray for him. And, and we, I believe, I feel that we, although they had great intentions and there were some great people and the pastor and his wife were good people, everyone there was good people. But I feel that they, and granted not, they didn't know everything, you know, not everybody knew everything, but they became, I mean, it was this church of like, your husband could go do anything. And all the wives just, like, s- stayed and prayed for their husband. Oh, wow. And, <laughs> and it was, like, like we had another friend that was going there. And she was awesome. She had kids. Her husband was involved with the church. He stopped going. He was getting involved in drugs and all this stuff and everything. And it was just, like, the encouragement was always just to pray for him.
0: Wow. And I can't imagine that.
1: And it was, like, I had a really hard time with – that with the Christian church, mm-hmm. least, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I still kind of do a little yeah. on that because it put a sour, a right. sour. Yeah. This in my heart about like, you know, everything. Yeah. And you're telling her to pray for him. There's no prayer. That's, that's, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I, and look, God can do, I, I know he can do anything. Right. I know he can. Yeah. But it takes the person wanting it too and accepting it. Yeah. And someone like that doesn't want it. And I knew that. I knew the kind of person he was. Yeah. And and forever, I mean, you're talking just to just to give you an idea, they didn't get divorced until I was in college.
0: Wow. (laughs) So Nine, so, ten years. Yeah.
1: So, and, and there's so much of what happened, you know, we'll go into that the next right. step of that. But I mean, it was very hard for me to get over that. Because yeah. when I finally became kind of like a, a, you know, teenager, and kind of was able to start deciding if I was going to go or not go to church. I didn't want to go anymore. Today. Right. I didn't want to go. And it I wasn't could because, see that it wasn't because I didn't love God. It wasn't because I didn't want to be involved in, in my church. It was because I was kind of bitter towards yeah their view on
0: it. Yeah. I could see that. And I think like I look and I think, gosh, like there's no way that like our church would think that that's okay. You know, they would, they would be like, "What and in I the know world?" That
1: they never want to condone divorce, you know. But never, they, you know, they
0: do to... say there are occasions where that does need to happen. Yeah, and abuse is one of them.
1: And and they did counsel. I think they were doing like counseling for a little bit with with the pastor and his wife for a little while. And I'm I don't know that fizzled or what what the heck happened. Yeah, I don't know, but um. The other part of that is that, you know, you, we talked about, you went to, you went to therapy, therapy.
0: and you didn't, I didn't, you didn't even do any type of any counseling of any None. kind. None. And yeah. I think that makes a huge difference. Yeah. I really, really do.
1: Yeah, I do too. And I think that I didn't go because I don't think my mom wanted me to talk to anybody about it because I That's don't think she so wanted sad. people to know.
0: That is embarrassing. Like, because I feel like, I mean, even though she stayed with him, there had, obviously there was something in her head. She was ashamed. Otherwise it wouldn't be something that was hush hush. It wouldn't be something that she didn't want you talking to a therapist about. I mean, there's obvious signs that she was not okay with it she knew it wasn't okay it
1: wasn't okay i remember one time afterwards we lived with my grandfather which we did a lot when we grew up yeah live in different apartments we live with grandpa whatever and um i had a diary and i left my diary out on accident like in the living room or something oh no and i had written stuff in there of stuff that happened and she came home and found it and flipped, flipped oh, her shit. No, and was like so pissed because how could I, how could I write all of that and how could I put it and leave it for someone to write? And it wasn't because I mean, obviously now I know it's like she's I'm getting in trouble and I'm getting you know yelled at, which is only making me more angry. Right, her.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: But it's because she didn't want someone else to find out.
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. Which that's sad that, I mean, I'm glad that you were, this might sound bad. I'm glad that you were more angry about it. I'm glad that you weren't like feeling um, like, I feel like anger is a different kind of pain than like sadness pain. Yeah. I'm glad that it wasn't like. I'm sure it made you somewhat sad because you're like, how can you be like, there's some sadness and right. anger, I think, because there's something bad, right? Right. right. Um, but it's different than you just like crying and feeling so hurt. There's a little more strength in anger yeah. sometimes, you know, right. Um, but that's literally like the only therapy you had.
1: That's it and, and so it didn't even last because she threw my diary away and I, I never had to die, I was never able to keep a diary again Oh, uh, uh, but he was in and out of the home after that he would come and live with us and then you know whatever I don't know they'd fight or whatever she kick him out I, I mean his cheating never stopped like he he just kept cheating um. I mean, and it was like I remember, and I don't remember if this was this had to be after everything because I I don't know yeah I think it was after, but he um, he worked at like this pizza place, right? I'm telling you, he never had a career; just (laughs) jobs. And um, I remember my mom with all of us in the car and pulling up and. Him and this girl, his girlfriend, oh. are in his convertible car. Oh, gosh. In the back of the pizza place. And my mom got out of the car and was screaming and going off. Oh, gosh. And I got out of the car. But I I get out of the car and I don't even say anything, right? I'm just yeah. a kid. I don't know. I'm not even saying anything. But I remember thinking to myself, like. Why? Well, and I remember thinking, like. Does she even know what kind of person he is?
0: Oh, like you felt like maybe she kind of had blinders on, like she well, didn't yeah. see it.
1: I mean, I was so angry with her, right? Was, oh God, I and she was she was a very young white girl with blonde hair. That's oh, at first I, I thought about. you were talking about your mom. I'm like, your mom isn't white. No, no. <laughs> I re- and I remember those things because as a kid, I remember those things. And as terrible as it sounds, it stuck with me. It's stuck with me for a long time. And I'd be like, Ugh. like oh, like, I don't really, you know, I don't know. She's like one of those little blonde girls, you know. Yeah. I would say comments like that about other people. And, and it's because of. He
0: would, that's who he would that's pick. That's who
1: he would pick. Yeah. And those were the kind of girls he would pick. Mm-hmm. And. I don't know. That was just a weird thing that I just, I, I remember those, those types of things. Yeah. But, you know, I think the only times during that, that I was really sad were, I still wanted a dad. Yeah. And I would get sad when they would go do things. Like? As a family. Like, But
0: you wouldn't go? I wouldn't
1: go. But then my mom would be like, well, you say you don't want to go because you don't want to be around him, but then you're getting sad. Well, yeah,
0: that's still sad. <laughs> it's
1: like, well, I don't want to be around him. But, but you want to do, wanna wanna do family things.
0: Yeah. You
1: know? Yeah. And so that those are the moments that would make me sad.
0: Did you like ever try to talk with him and stuff after that? Do you remember?
1: I think we did here and there. I kind of had to. I mean, there were times where he was like, well, I'm living with us. Yeah. yeah.
0: And so before everything happened, do you remember, like, did you guys have a relationship?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then after you would have to talk with him sometimes, but you didn't really have a relationship with him.
1: No. And I remember. So let's go. Gosh, let's let's fast forward a little. So then I I remember. um you know, no one knew. And my mom, when I was 15, so this is like five years later, 15, tells me that um, she's pregnant with my youngest brother.
0: Mm-hmm. Who's a very sweet guy
1: (laughs) he is he's the best kid out of all of us (laughs) he really is because I think he has a little bit of all of us yeah he's strong he's different he's unique he he marches to the beat of his own drum but he's a hard worker Mm -hmm. and he's independent and he's artistic and he's smart and he's like athletic like yeah he's he really is the best of all of us (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how that happened but I, I remember having such a hard time with that. Yeah,
0: and yeah, um, I can't imagine what went through your head when when she said that
1: no, because, because I
0: know what I would think like as me, but as yeah, you, do I you just, remember?
1: I, I remember feeling like, how could you? And how could you how could you: That's what I, in a, next to a man who's done this to me.
0: Yeah. That's where my head goes.
1: You know, why would you ever want to be with someone? Yeah. Who did that to me? Yeah. You know, and when I remember we went to my, my aunts, which she was living with her, her and my uncle were living with his mom. So her, her mother-in-law and, um, and your aunt doesn't know. She at doesn't this point. know and everything. And, and her mother-in-law was, um, a very uh very religious woman. She's really really a church goer, good heart, you know. Uh-huh. loves God. Can always see the best in in a situation, right? Yeah. So, she knew I was like upset. And she's like she's like, well, "You're not happy about the baby." And, and it was like I don't know how to answer that. Like how do I how do yeah. I answer that because nobody knows yeah. what I'm thinking, you know? And and I think in a roundabout way I think I kind of told her in a sense that something oh. had happened. And I just remember her comforting me. And oh. I just remember her telling me it's okay. It's going to be like to have your feelings or like everything's feelings. It's okay to feel this way. It's okay. And you know what? God's blessing you with this baby. It's going to be okay. Yeah. And you're going to love it. You're going to love it. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I did. Yeah. And everything worked out, but that was really hard.
0: Oh gosh. At 15.
1: And I was very angry for a long time with my mom. And, uh, And I I had reached out a couple of times to my biological father. Okay. And I actually went and lived with him for a couple months. Not long. Maybe like three months. Not long. (laughs) It didn't last long. Did he know? He... He didn't know anything. Okay. He didn't know anything. He He just thought you wanted... Oh. I mean, he, he would reach out every once in a while, but... Honestly, we were so disconnected. He's was basically a complete stranger to me. His wife probably kept in contact more with my mom than he did because she would pick me up and take me to go visit him in jail and that kind of stuff when, when I would. But uh-huh. for after like, after that happened till about my teenage years, I really didn't want to see him because I really didn't want to see anyone. Uh-huh. But then it was like, all this stuff. He's in the house all the time. My mom's pregnant with this baby. Like I just was like it was building, right? Like the, right. the anger, the everything. I was I hated being home. I hated living at home. I hated. It. And he was there. And he would always be there, you know, in and out, whatever. And and I went to go live with them for a little bit. And it was like living with I mean, I talk about wanting to be with a family like it was a it was two I have two brothers on that side well actually I have three now but I had two brothers at the time with that were my dad's and his wife you know they had two boys so I have two brothers and then my dad was working like graveyards and then his wife and I was like a stranger in their house and and I think and I think in their heart I think my dad Really wish I had felt this connection. I think he tried to push it a yeah. lot, yeah. But I didn't feel it. Mm-hmm. I was living with strangers because I didn't want to live at home because I hated yeah. everything there. You didn't
0: go there like, oh, I I really want to know you and I I want to like build this connection. It was like, well, you're kind of the other option.
1: Yeah. So I did that. It was awful. I hated it. Um, you know, my stepmom. Was nice, but she had her own issues, and I don't blame her. She stayed married to my dad, who was in and out of jail. Are they
0: still she, married?
1: No, they're divorced now. Oh, okay. Yeah, but she had another kid with them, and then I think then they got divorced. I don't think he ever – he just never got it together. I mean, she always – I will say on the, on the like, taking care of the family and everything, like, she always worked. She had great jobs. And, that was and, her. And, and housed the kids and everything. Her with me, I think she was – um you know she always wanted to she miscarried uh actually she miscarried when I lived there for a little bit. Oh and I had never dealt with anything like that before. You know, oh. that was so hard. Like yeah. I was just like I don't even know and <clears throat> I'm not even like yeah, you're, connected to the yeah. people and like how I don't know what to do and I'm a kid and um and but she always wanted to have a girl for my dad, she would tell me. So that he could be a, a dad. <sighs> That a little girl.
0: I mean, I get your dad wasn't there, but that's still. How could you say that to someone's daughter? Yeah, I don't
1: know. I'm gonna be like, well, it's not my fucking fault that he wasn't. Yeah. A dad. Like
0: you're all well. <laughs> he kind of already had a girl, and he didn't do a great job. Yeah. You sure yeah. you want that? Yeah.
1: <laughs> what miracle you think this little baby gonna bring you? But she, and so I think she had a hard time caring. and then finally later on they like, they got pregnant and stuff. But I was already. I mean, after that, I realized I really didn't want to have anything to do with them and not because, and obviously that's, that sounds harsh because they took me in for a while, Yeah, but I just realized I have absolutely no connection and it's not, it wasn't to be mean. It was to be like, I wish you guys the best. I don't wish any ill on any of you. I want you guys to be happy people, successful people, have the best. I hope you guys stay married. I hope you have a wonderful family, but I don't have a spot there. Right. I don't feel any connection. Yeah. And I don't, so that's not, they're not my family. Right. That's not my brothers. That's not my dad. That's not my mom or stepmom or whatever. Yeah. And I think even that was hard. Like, so I don't have them. My mom and I, my mom is like with someone who's done nothing but hurt me. And she continues to go back to him. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mentioned that, you know, when you have something like that happen to you, you feel alone. And when I, when I said alone, I didn't necessarily mean like I felt alone, like my sister and I went through it together. Like I, I wasn't alone. What I meant by alone is Um, you feel like other people haven't gone through it. You feel like people are going to judge you. You feel like people know and they're thinking things about you. That's what I meant by alone. But you were literally, you didn't have anyone to talk to about this, to help you through it. You, I mean, how long were you suicidal? You
1: know, I don't really know. I I feel like, I feel like the worst was when we lived in that house and I used to think like there just must be like really ugly spirits and mm-hmm. everything that had happened. It was just an ugly place. to end. Yeah. I wanted out of there. I didn't want to live there. Yeah. Um, after that, I really didn't feel suicidal. I, I think I was more um, angry. Yeah. And realizing like I like I do. I have to just deal take with care it. of yourself. Do you have to? Yeah.
0: Like you're the only person that's going to get you through it. Yeah. I mean, well, God, of course. Like you had God. said, yeah. you you feel like you just had too much God in your heart. I to, really do. I feel like yeah. if I
1: had not had that relationship and knowing, like, to just pray. Yeah. Just pray. Pray that you know you can just survive it, right? Pray that you can just. Get through the moment. If I hadn't had that, I don't know where I would be. I really do feel yeah. like that 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 amount of strength, religion, uh, relationship with God, all of it, and understanding the relationship. Because yeah. anyone can go to church. Anyone can. Yeah, go that doesn't make I'm a, not a relationship. About going to church on Sunday. I'm talking about having that true relationship where. You know, in your heart, you have a relationship that you know that you can get on your knees, in your bedroom, in your closet, wherever you are, and just say, I give it to you. Yeah. Because I can't handle it myself. Yeah. You know, if I hadn't had that, which I'm very grateful that my mom was involved with that church to give me that (laughs) for that reason. Yeah. Although it could have been maybe a different church. Yeah. Maybe Um, someone
0: who would have told her not to stay with them.
1: Yeah then, um, I don't know how I would have been, how I, how I would have carried through some yeah. of those times. Yeah. Because then we're going back to, well, we haven't even, we're, there's still more,
0: still a lot more. Yeah. So, um, we're getting close to the end of this episode. So, um, before we go, just let's, let's choose a stopping point. So when we start for next week, we can pick right up there. Um, so your mom is pregnant and she tells you that you go and live with your dad at that point.
1: I think I may have gone to live with him. Yeah. Either right. When she got pregnant, I I don't you know, in all honesty, I don't know. Yeah, it timelines. May been, get fun. It may have even been right before, and then she got pregnant. Yeah, it could have been that. Once she was pretty far, far along with Jaron, um, I was um, excited for him. You know, yeah. I was excited, and I, yeah, I was excited. Well, I
0: think, um, I mean, most people, you know, I've I've known people who. A baby is like, are you serious? You had a baby, but it's not the baby. Right. And of course the baby is it. The baby comes and you love it and you yeah. can't imagine life without it. Yeah. But you know, it's just like the getting to that point is like, oh yeah. yeah. So we'll stop here and then next week we'll continue on. Okay. Thanks so much for listening guys.
1: Thanks guys. Segment Music by Callie Grace. For more of Callie Grace's hits, follow Callie Grace on iTunes and Spotify today.